Welcome to the Oscar Sarsosa podcast, the place where good news, media, and music collide with a different perspective. You have to live the kind of life where you tell people, this is who I am. You want to know me? Then talk to me. Don't let others talk to me. See, people that get talked a lot about are people that don't know who they are. See, because when you know who you are, they can't say nothing about you. Because if you come to me gossiping about somebody else that I know, that they know who they are, I say, nah, that don't sound like him. I I'm, I'm sorry, you must be mistaken. You must be confusing him with somebody else. When you're a son and a daughter of God, they can't say nothing about you. They can't invent things about you. They can't make up stories about you. They can't say they saw you sneaking, turning corners. They can't see they saw you late at night. You say, nah, that's not me. But if you're doing that, if you got those thoughts, it's because you're forgetting and you're thinking this. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And verse 10, because there is none righteous, not one. But you know what I usually ask the dudes that give me those verses? And I'll ask you tonight. Have you ever read the whole chapter? And most of them say, nah, I've never read it. And I'm like, so why are you now an authority on the word of God? You're talking about a book that you ain't never read before. See, if we read from Romans chapter 3, verse 1 to verse 10, and we read all these scriptures, this is talking about Jews that did not have Christ and were living under the law. And you really should read it from chapter 1, chapter 2, and chapter 3. Because we have to learn to keep the word in context. When you read this, he's saying, yeah, verse 10, there is none righteous, not one. It's true. Verse 23 says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Yes, that's true. But that's for people that were spiritually dead, not in their new nature. Let me explain that to you. See, any, any of you ever heard about the law, right? The law of the Old Testament, Moses' law, the Ten Commandments and all that stuff? Well, you know why the law was given? And I, I'm going to give you a quick teaching on this. Because most people say the Old Testament law and all, they don't even know what they're talking about. The reason why the law was given was this, guys. When Adam fell, we died spiritually. So now we didn't have God's nature in us. We had the Adamic, Adam's nature, which is a fallen nature, which is a Romans 3.23, all have sinned, fall short of the glory of God. That nature was in us. So in other words, when you're spiritually dead, all you know is death. And all you want to do is sin. And all you want to do is please your flesh. And you don't care what anybody thinks, but you only care about what you think. Because that's what sin does. See, most of our friends and family and people close to us that can't stop sinning, you know why they can't stop sinning? Because they are spiritually dead. They might be walking in a human body, but that's why I always tell Christians, don't judge them. Love them. Because if I tell them, you're wrong, you're sinning, they're like, no, I'm not. This is normal. Everybody does it. You're the weirdo. That's what they say. You're the crazy one. You're the one that doesn't drink. You're the one that doesn't do this. You're the one that doesn't lay up with everybody gives you a chance. Come on, dude. Look at her. Look at them. Because they're spiritually dead. Because they don't understand 
that they now live under the nature of where man came from after his relationship was lost with God. See, in Romans chapter 3, Paul was telling the Jews, you guys are dead. There is none righteous. No one can do anything to deserve God's love. He gives us his love because he loves us, because he wants to be with us. When you died spiritually in the Old Testament, God had to put some rules and show you if you were spiritually alive, if you had my nature in you, this is how you would live. You would live not by laws that are written on stone, but laws that are written now in your heart. See, if you were spiritually alive, you wouldn't do that. So God gave the law to manifest sin. That's what he did. Because they were doing all types of things, hundreds of sins. And they thought, why? Well, we're human. That's normal. That, that's just our desires, our fleshly desires. God gave the law so that they could realize that they were wrong. So that they could then change their minds with all their strength and all their might and all their power. And, you know, and all those Old Testament scriptures. And they would have to do rituals and ceremonies to try to look like the image that God wanted them to look. So every year they would sacrifice a lamb. And every year they would do ceremonies and they would do things to say, this is how much we love you, God of Israel, that we want to be like you. But there was prophecy all over the Old Testament that said one day this was all going to end. And there was going to be the ultimate sacrifice. And no longer would you have to sacrifice. Now you would be made righteous. You would be justified. What is it saying? The just live by faith. Because when we became righteous, we were born from above. Remember that? We're born from above. A new nature comes inside of us. Because we didn't have a spiritual nature. There's a spirit put in us. And now we live. And now we have everything that we ever need. Now, if you decide to go do something else, it's not that you're not a Christian. It's not that you're not a son. It's just that you're forgetting who you are. And where does the enemy attack? He can't touch your spirit. He can't touch your life. But he could touch your mind. He could throw darts at you. He could throw ideas at you. He could throw commercials at you. He could throw movies at you, music. He'll throw everything he can so that you start thinking and then you start saying, Things like, that's not that bad. It's all right if I do this. And slowly, slowly, you'll start forgetting who you are. But you are the righteousness of God. When you read all of Romans chapter 3, basically, the apostle is telling the Jews, you could do all the ceremonies you want. You could do all the offerings you want. You could give all the tithes that you want. You could do everything that you've done. But no one is righteous. Not one. And we all fall short of the glory of God. See, when you teach it like that, that's what that's saying. But that's for people in the old nature, not in the new nature. What does the new nature say? What does the new nature have to do with our lives? I want you to take me to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And let's start at verse 17. This is now a guy or a girl that has come to Christ and is now in the new nature of God, not that Romans chapter 3 kind of Christian or Jew in those times. See, another thing I want to add to that is 
Part of the problem that the Jews had with Paul was that they didn't believe that the Gentiles, if you ever heard, the Gentiles were people that were not Jews. So they were not, it was everybody other than the Jews. Why did God pick Israel? Those were his people. But there was other nationalities at this time. There was other nations, other races. But God wanted to pick one, one race, one nation, to show the rest of the world that no matter what you did, no matter how hard you tried, no matter how perfect and holy you try to live, you can never live like him because we were all spiritually dead. That's why he brought the law. But now he gave us the answer to be able to live. Hence, it's like where comes the name of my ministry, of my business, once aliens, which means that one time we were aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, from the things that they had. But now we are inheritors of Jesus Christ. And now we have the same access like they had to God. See, before I was separated, but now I'm part of the family. Before I was a foreigner, I was a stranger in the land, but now I'm part of the country. What is an alien? And not the one from the outer space stuff, but it's a person that is a foreign person in a new country. They're in the country, but they're not from that country. And what do we do here? They go through a procedure, a process, and then they become citizens of the United States or wherever country you're at. You used to be aliens. One time were aliens and now are citizens of this family of God, of the covenants that he has for us. Listen to what it says here. Therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creature altogether. The old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and the new has come. But all things are from God, who through Jesus Christ reconciled us to himself, received us into favor, brought us into harmony with himself, and gave, us, gave to us the ministry of reconciliation, that by the word and deed we might aim to bring others into harmony with him. Verse 19, it was God personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself, not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, but canceling them and committing to us the message of reconciliation of the restoration of favor. I want to focus on that verse because a lot of us could learn a lot from that. God personally present in Christ, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself. And listen to this, not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, but what? Canceling them. So if Jesus Christ, if God the Father himself will not bring your sins of the past and your faults of the past in your face, why do we do it? Why do we do it? Because we don't understand the state of our existence. We're just like God, but we forget. Verse, nine, uh, verse 20. So we are Christ's ambassadors, God making his appeal as it were through us. We as Christ's personal representatives beg you for his sake to lay hold of the divine favor now offered to you and be reconciled to God. And verse 21 is a very popular verse, but we, you saw all this that we were reading? It gives you a different context of this. Now all this happens because what? In verse 21, for our sake, he made Christ virtually to be sin who knew no sin 
so that in him, through him, we might become endued with, filled with, viewed as being in and examples of the righteousness of God, what we ought to be approved and acceptable and in right relationship with him by his goodness. I mean, that's self-explanatory. That is amplifying and telling you basically, because he is, so are you. Because he lives, so do you. Because he reigns, so do you. So if he doesn't judge others, then why do we judge them? If he forgives their, their past and he forgives their failures, why do we do it? Why is it that we will tell people, you live like that because of sin? That's why your life is the way it is. Why do we say things like that? Why do we judge others? And why do we do it? Because we forget the state of our existence. See, the state of my existence, the state of your existence should be that you are righteous. It means that you are a very replica, a very example of who Jesus Christ would be here on earth if he was standing right next to you. Why do we do what we do? It's because we forget who we are. We forget that we're sons and we're daughters of God. There's a word there, and it's in the King James Version, but they have it here also. And I want to explain that word where it says, viewed as being an example of the righteousness of God, we ought, it says what we ought to be. And it says on the top, virtually he became sin who knew no sin, so that in and through him we might become we might become. That word in the King James Version, it says that we might be made. And that word be made, that cluster of words in the Greek, that word, which is for you study guys, genomai, in verse 21, to be made literally means to be created into existence. So, what you were not before, you are now in Jesus Christ. If you would like to learn more about this podcast, visit us at www.oncealiens.com. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast on iTunes, YouTube, or SoundCloud. This podcast has been brought to you by Once Aliens. We're never done, we're always believing. We're always creating. We get better every day.